0: Hello there and thanks for joining me on the uh, podcast today, addiction. In recent years, we've developed a new addiction. Now there are about 10 to 12 recognized addictions, obviously alcohol, marijuana, various illegal drugs of various kinds, shopping, overeating, and on and on it goes, gambling and so on. But now we look at a different addiction. Some don't even want to call it addiction. They just just want to call it an overuse. There's a difference between overuse and addiction. Overuse, you can stop. You can just automatically bring it to a conclusion or use it rarely but an addiction to stop is tough to change the pattern is an enormous undertaking and requires an enormous cadre of techniques and methods and people and systems to bring that behavior under control so I prefer the term addiction I'm referring to technology the technology that kids today involve themselves with unendingly parents as well all kinds of older people enjoy various forms of technology and have become addicted someone has said that addiction is a behavior that causes a problem which is drug use or overeating or gambling and they've gone on to say the continued practice of that behavior is addictive if it is done despite the negative consequences that it creates So. A behavior pattern is a very strong way to live a life where there is dissatisfaction, and where there is incompleteness, and where there's a disconnect, and where there's a lack of friendliness with other people. Now, technology fits the addiction model this way. Let me give you a couple examples, okay? Here's a college student. Plays video games nearly all day and all night. Skips classes to sleep in the morning. Fails classes and loses a scholarship or the potential to get a scholarship. Here's an example of a high school student. Plays video games immediately after school until bedtime, yet no rules in the home. So bedtime, maybe three o'clock in the morning. Tired in school due to lack of sleep. Fails classes, loses academic standing and loses his participation ability or potential in sports. Here's an elementary school addicted student. Plays video games and watches YouTube after school and all weekend. No rules associated with playing video games. Crabby and hyperactive when not using electronics. Sent to the principal's office for fighting. Referred for a consult. Relative to the possibility of having ADD. Now, to be sure, addiction is a prejudicial term. It suggests a, culture, a character fall, flaw. Character flaw. It indicates that you one person can't change a behavior pattern unless the person hits rock bottom and has frequent relapse, which suggests that perhaps the person doesn't even want to change or cannot change. The only solution to the abs- to the addiction, uh, video game addiction, is absence, total absence. Now, the American Psychiatric Association is trying to develop a, a way of thinking about this and identify it as a potential disorder. They're proposing the term internet gaming disorder internet gaming disorder it's a condition that they're trying to study further and do research and see if we can find the parameters of gaming as a behavior that falls into the classification of addiction so far we've considered many factors of addiction as it relates to gaming okay here are some of the symptoms preoccupation with gaming withdrawal symptoms when gaming is taken away or is not even available, not possible. Withdrawal symptoms are sadness, anxiety, irritability, anger, frustration, conflict, and so on. Thirdly, tolerance. The need to spend more and more time gaming to satisfy the urge. That's what tolerance is. It takes more gaming. It takes more of the drug. It takes more of the arousal to meet a need, to satisfy an urge. Here's another symptom. The inability to reduce playing. Unsuccessful attempts at quitting. That's what that's some of the symptoms of gaming. Here are a few more. Giving up on other activities. The loss of interest in other activities that they've enjoyed before, a person has enjoyed before, due to gaming. Rather than to, for a child to play outside, to sit inside and game. Rather than socialize, isolate and game, and so on. Here's another symptom. Gaining or gaming is continued despite problems that it creates. Here's another symptom. The person who games attempts to deceive family members and others about the amount of time they spend gaming. Here's another symptom, to choose gaming as a way to relieve a negative mood, such as depression or hopelessness or guilt or shame. Here's another symptom, the risk involved, having jeopardized or lost a job or relationship due to gaming. In other words, yeah, they put themselves at risk even in their own occupation or in their own uh, job, You can include marriage in that. It puts the marriage at risk, and despite the risk, to continue to game. These are symptoms of the addiction of gaming. Now, there are some people who try to say this. It's not a drug. It's not common. It's not a mental illness. It's not caused by the technology. It's not uniquely addictive. It does not lead to suicide. Therefore, it's not an addiction. Well, that's not true. Those arguments are just not true. Not, it's not a drug but it has a drug effect it creates a state of arousal and when one is not gaining uh, gaming it creates a state of loss a state of absence a state of need a desire for the drug or the video game or whatever it is so it's not a drug but it acts as a drug creates a high the absence of it creates a downer a depression well it is common Some people say it's not very common. Well, that's true. A lot of people don't game, but those that do, do it excessively. And for that population, it's addiction. Some say it's not mental illness. Well, that may be true. It may not be a mental illness, but it may lead to a major behavioral or emotional or cognitive disorder. Some say it's not caused by the technology. Well, that's true. A video game does not cause addiction. It's the effect of that video game. It's the arousal that one gets playing a game. And it's the state of de-arousal, the absence of arousal, the depression, when one is not involved in the technology or the game itself. And you know what? The suicide rate among gamers is higher than the suicide rate among non-gamers. So you can't say it does not lead to suicide. It may not lead to an enormous array of suicide, but the suicide potential is increased in all addictions, and gaming is just one of those. So here's... Kind of the definition that some people like to use when we're talking about the addiction of technology, or even if you want to use the word, the overuse of it. When a child feels the need to use a piece of technology and finds separation from that technology to be extremely overwhelming, resulting in rage, anxiety, depression, and manipulative behavior, in an effort to reconnect with the offending technology, that's addiction. So when you have it, there's a feeling of satisfaction. When it's denied or taken away, there's a feeling of being depressed or anxious or feeling rageful, and that strong desire to reconnect with the game, with the video game, with the technology, and we'll do anything and everything to reconnect. It's an obsession, it's an obsession. So just remember, technology can be addictive. Technology is addictive. Technology sets the stage for addiction. And the addiction is this. I need more and more of it. I seek out more and more ways to get it. I feel depressed and anxious and nervous and mad and rageful if I don't have it, if I can't get it, if I can't use it. My life revolves around getting technology to use and trying to prevent ways for the technology to be taken from me, being denied. So life revolves around the technology of gaming, of video, the various kinds of uh, games that people play on the various types of technology, of Xboxes and so on. So remember, we're in the world of addiction when we look at technology, when we let our kids unendingly play with their technology. Parent, to turn the other way, you're contributing to addiction. To be tolerant, you're contributing to addiction. To join in, you're facilitating. Addiction To excuse it, you're facilitating addiction. So, parent, you play a role. Control it right from the very beginning of early ages because addiction is a progressive disorder, a progressive disease. It starts with a little bit of a need and a desire and fun and play, and it gradually increases to the point where one has to have the technology available and has to have 2 and 4 and 6 and 8 and 10 and 12 and 16 hours of technology playtime that's addiction the same way that one is addicted to alcohol or to marijuana or to cocaine or to methamphetamines or whatever it might be so there you are thanks for joining me and uh, I wrote a book doctor teach me to parent now if you're a parent get a hold of that book on my website www.booksbyhedberg.com or go to Amazon and order the book doctor teach me to parent in there I have several ideas about how to facilitate this particular addiction and other problems that kids face in life and deal with and that you have to deal with as a parent. Doctor, teach me to parent. Pick it up. It's a great book for you and I recommend that you use it as a um, manual in your child rearing practices at home. Bye for now.